this thing's uh, close enough. Happening. We're on. Uh, I think we are. You yeah. know, it's been a little while. It's, it's been, been a long be, uh, while. It's been a long while. How long do you think it's been since we did this live? I'm gonna go eight months. That'd be what? Like January? No, I thought. Oh no. March? What month is this? October? I'm going to go 11 months. I'm going to go, I think it was last year. I'm going to go 2018. Wow. It could be. Oh my gosh, it's, it's already been October. Time. It's I been too like long. I feel like it was definitely, it definitely like before the summer. It was still cold out. Yes. Oh, right. yeah. No, no, no. I'm going, I definitely know it was before uh, uh, December okay. of last year. Look at you. You uh, have a thing? I got the thing. Not only do I have the thing, I have the thing from when we were going to do it last. Oh, so really? I honestly don't know if this we've done this before or not. But I think this matter? was, I was ready to go. Yeah, I don't think so. People have forgotten by then. Hello and welcome to Nick and Doug's Sound Explosion, a pure podcast for now people. Today is October 2, 2019. I had to change that. That's why I think this is current. <laughs> okay. And this is episode number? Oh, I think I know this. It's yeah. 16. Sweet 16. Six- nice. Yeah. 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 Number 16. This is the podcast where Nick and I, yes, that means I'm Doug, talk about the issues. And when I say the issues, I, of course, mean the topics. Yes. Oh, a beverage. As always... We like to start things off with the Columbia University in the city of New York sports update. I assume in the last 12 months you've written music for the intro to this, right? Yeah, it's playing now. Oh, hold on. (laughs) Nice, nice. Good work on that. Uh, By the way, I think there was possibly on the Facebook machine or some of the social media someone asking about the uh, Columbia sports update. You would think they could just, there is actually an app you could look it up. Yeah, for us, that they're missing the Columbia Sports Update. So we got that. We are into football season. The only football season that counts, of course, is Ivy League football. Sure. We are week two. Did we decide how many games there were in that season ish? Two. I honestly, the Ivy League, I think, is the only conference that plays a proper amount of games, which Which I think is is 10. You think the other ones play too many? Way too many. Because okay. I think Alabama plays, I think, 39 games. No. Uh, they, no, they don't. But it's absurd. Okay. You know my feeling with football, college football is we go back to the days when the Big Ten had, I don't know, 10 Ten. teams. Yeah. And you have nine bowl games. You have no championship, and let some sports writers decide who's number one because it just That's, doesn't matter. That part's matter. real weird. It's re- the whole thing's absurd. Yeah, but this—I mean—the old method of the sports writers picking who's the number one team—that's a ridiculous scenario. Well, the whole yeah, but you're still trying to pick the best team out of two hundred and sixteen, and you're saying, well, these four are probably the best. Maybe is that how they pick them for the playoffs? Someone yeah. just picks. There's Basically, not like there's a, a numerical there's a, thing. Yeah, allegedly there is like based on strength of schedule and blah blah and who you are. But oh, that's, that's right. Some of it's also based on your preseason ranking. So if you're no, ranked number yeah, no, thirty no, no, in no. the preseason, you actually can never okay, get so to it, number it, one. It's a sham, no matter what. Thank you very much. We're at week two of the Ivy League season. You yeah. want to take a gander, a guess, a uh, take a oh. shot? If only. We're going to go one and one. Okay. They're 500. Close. I was only they off beat, by one game. That's true. They beat uh, St. Francis of Pennsylvania. I think it's a girls' high school in Pennsylvania. I'm not positive. That's it says not an Ivy you. League team, though. No, they haven't started the Ivy League schedule. Okay. They beat them uh, 31-14, a spanking. And then yeah. they came out and lost to Georgetown. Uh, 2410. Uh, Herman Moultrie the third <laughs> ran for two touchdowns no. for Georgetown. Really? Yes. There's your okay. football name, by the way. Um, yeah, that's. Um, they drove 90 yards for a crucial fourth quarter touchdown and beat the. Uh, Georgetown did. Georgetown did to beat the Lions, the host Lions, 2410. Mm. So the one and one, uh, the Ivy League uh, this coming Saturday at Princeton, the opener at mm-hmm. uh, the Princeton Stadium. It'll be on ESPN Plus. Really? So go get yourself an ESPN machine, watch a little. College I wonder if football. I get that channel. Maybe. I'm not really sure. Do you sure. Um, have you ever been to Princeton's campus? I never have. I've heard it. I'm sure. I assume it's, it's in the lovely. town of Princeton, it New is Jersey. Princeton, New Jersey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think. I'm not positive. 
it's an accredited school, but it might be. Okay. There is some other. There is some other Columbia <laughs> University sports related news. Is it like a scandal? Sad news. Uh-oh. I like to think of it. I'll read the headline. Okay. Uh-oh. Columbia, you okay there? I'm good. With Thank the you. snacks? Yep, okay. I think I'm good. Columbia University wipes out its delightfully chaotic marching band for bullcrap reasons. I think this is from who Deadspin, wrote this? maybe. Some, was it the trombone player who wrote this? <laughs> it's possible. Is, I, is, is Deadspin, that's not like the onion. That, I, don't I don't know, know. what it is. But I think they're saying you spin me right round, right? It was that's ex- <laughs> nice. Uh the the school I believe they the basically the Columbia band as as I recall mm-hmm. they've been banned from a number of stadiums they would basically just you could anybody could join you could pretty much play any instrument and it didn't have to be an instrument there's a video of a guy with a toilet seat around okay. his head and he would use the lid okay. as like a drum yeah. some dancers yeah and okay. they would run around they would form a C mm-hmm. they would form a blob an amorphous uh, uh, shape, I believe. You got, you, you got my attention. And mostly, they would form uh, penises. Was oh. their uh, thing, and apparently the uh, administration right. didn't care. So they're for a little bit that. like the what's the? I think Stanford is I a think famously so. naughty kind of precisely. But band. these guys, I mean, I think, I think clever, but so not just that it's so naughty as much as it's it's purely Annoying. irreverent. Not even that organized enough to be uh, that new. But they basically was, withdrew the funding. If they formed Blob from Giggle Snort Hotel, then oh. I would be, then I would be back in. That's uh, from BJ and the Dirty Dragon. What's it, Bill? What is it? I don't know what the guy's name was. Uh, so I, I used to know that. Um, Come on, Blob! Right, right, right. That's a good reference. Yeah, you don't hear a lot of yeah. Blob talk these you days. You do not, unfortunately. Um, a healthy lack of seriousness is what. Uh, 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 incorporating dick formations into their routines. I have no problem getting rid of those, but the uh, but the C and the blob I always thought were were good. But I remember, I vaguely remember like someone with an electric guitar and someone carrying the amp with a giant like you know uh, extension cord yeah. and stuff. I mean, they were really playing in front of you know like a hundred and twelve people. Right. So, I mean, you gotta have it for a little fun. Yeah, but it's a it's a sad thing. So no more uh, no more Columbia marching band. Okay, man. Yeah. There is that. Okay. All right. Uh, we always we might have to go at some point to go see a Columbia sporting event, whether it's at Columbia or whether when they're on the road. It doesn't matter what sport. I'll just, I wonder, I mean, the basketball we can, team We can expense travels. that on the company <laughs> account, right? <laughs> I think we can. That's part of it. We have budget for that. We should go somewhere. Like, they've got to play, like, in Ohio at some point or something, right? Football team? I don't know. Any Ooh, team. Ooh, maybe. Volleyball? Uh, basketball. Basketball right. probably plays somewhere. Oh, we could. I, I think I have a hat. I don't care. Who is. Hat? We should go somewhere. And see and do, like, a live and report? See, yeah, from the and see All right, we'll look a Columbia sporting thing. I like it. Or just go to the country of Colombia and, and do that. Now let's go see. Let's go see. I'm by basketball season starts. Uh, I don't even know what month this is. It should be soon, right? I think it's usually like a no. Well, professional basketball yeah. isn't that in November start? Exhibition is started. No, I think it's October. Like usually Halloween. Oh, I thought it was early for early. the NBA. Okay, so it's got to be soon. All right, that'll be uh, that'll be. We'll report on that next time. Okay. Hopefully, it won't be you know eleven, 11 months. months. Yeah. Yes. Um, I don't know if you remember this, but we usually I probably follow don't. the uh, we follow the Columbia update with the Jewish joke of the show punchline only. Mm. Yes, I'm so, I'm pretty someone sure someone sent me a couple. Yes, recently we that, got yes, we had an email, but I'm not speaking? using one of those. Yes, okay, I believe it was, but I'm not. I'm using this one because okay. I think I had written this one in preparation for our last okay. uh, podcast. I'm assuming, or I'm repeating episode okay. fifteen. Who will know? Regardless, well, someone will know. Not, it won't be either you or me. Ready? I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) This is already funny. Now we don't even, not only do we not even have to do the whole joke, (laughs) now we don't even have to do the punchline. We just set up the the segment and then we're done. She stole a can of peas, too. That's good. That's a good joke. It's It's a really good joke. Uh, that's real good. All right, you ready? Um, still, yes. No, that's it for that. That's oh, okay. it for that. Uh, yeah, I'm ready. Thing. What's next? So, 
I had also written in what we were going to talk about from the last time, from ten months ago. Vaguely remember why these things were written in, and I had the uh, the material to back it up. Um, apparently, we talked, I think, last time or one time about bicycle riders yeah. and my disdain for their lack of uh, uh, following the rules of Blake the road. Lack of disrespect. Complete. Mm-hmm. And and as a pedestrian, m- more often than not, I'm not a bike rider. And I appreciate, look, more bikes, less cars. Sure. Absolutely. Having Across said cities, that. more moving people. You're, you're a wheeled uh, vehicle. You are. Get off the sidewalk. Get on the street. Stop at the stop signs. That's all I'm asking. Yep. If there's no one, if it's late, I, I, I give you a little leeway. But if I'm in the if right. I'm in the crosswalk, I expect the car to stop. I don't expect the car to stop. Let me rephrase that. I hope the car will stop, right. and I hope that the the bicyclist should stop as well. I'd also give a little leeway to people on the sidewalks in certain circumstances. Like if you, for example, there's places where it's really it's too dangerous to ride on the street, and you don't have any other choice. Absolutely. So You're then, not down then, Michigan Avenue. But then ride Saturday. very slowly right. and defer to the pedestrian to best. Uh, the pedestrians, right? Yes. It's like the people who are just plowing through as if it was their own private raceway. I mean, it's just that's right. people. That's just people stuff. And people sort of where I selfish. live, it's kind of a blind driveway coming out. Right. You got to be so mindful like, of the. I'm sorry. I'm mindful of. I look at the mirror of I'm mindful of pedestrian. But if there's a bike whipping by, it's yeah. like get off the sidewalk. I'm sorry. That, a, right. The sidewalk there. You've people, got to be a little. It's like bit a more combination aware. of selfishness and a lack of situational awareness that leads to. Bad outcomes. Yeah, pretty much in all all forms. Um, That's pretty much life, I guess. Here we go. By the way, since I cut this out of the paper, it's from Wednesday, November 7th, Is 2018. It yellowing? So, well, I wouldn't go that far. Okay. He's still, that guy's still right. So it's from a letter to an editor. Okay. To the editor. Um, that Chicago, this person claims Chicago doesn't need to ban bicyclists to keep the river walk safe. Because there's a big controversy about whether you can ride your bike or not oh, on the new ride, river walk. The wide thing down. Yes, okay, right along yeah, the yeah, river. Yeah. And upper, uh, blah, blah, blah. Foot, there's little room for people on bikes. A proposal to ban bicycling on the river walk would divert more bikes to the streets and lead other cyclists to not bike at all. Is there a bike lane on the river walk? No. Even? And I, th- an open... I have no problem banning bicycles. I totally agree. From like, the river walk. Yeah. At some point, it's the river walk. But at some uh-huh. point, as with most things. You don't need to be able to do it, it everywhere. Exists, you don't exactly. need to do That's it everywhere. Right. Totally it doesn't agree. stop people from, you can bike on the 606. You yeah, can yeah, bike on Wacker to, Drive. Right. right. You can bike everywhere. And right. these are people down on the river walk. You are looking at buildings. You are often having a beverage. You are taking a stroll after work. It also narrows down it under the narrows under, down the under the bridges. There are a lot of yeah. twists and turns to it's it. It's a terrible idea to allow bikes. And a there. lot of spaces where you can sit, stop, look, stand. It's not made for bicycles. I agree. And just have no bicycles there. I agree. Walk your bike. If you want to bring your bike down, right. walk your bike. Yeah. But this idea that it exists, therefore I can bike there. Right. Now. There's also true of like hospital corridors and any number yeah. of other places where you. You're precisely right. It's actually not a. Right. Right. And there's just because Inside it's a public the Art Institute. area doesn't right. mean that it is, you know, the Wild West where anything goes. You totally also can't agreed. drive your car down there. Agreed. Uh, I don't think you can. Not advisable. No, I, would, I wouldn't recommend it. Um. All right, we have a, uh, apparently there was an email, I don't really remember this, we had talked about rewriting the Constitution. Oh, did someone write in with comments about it's that? It's possible. I don't remember, it says email okay. next to it. Okay. Yeah, I honestly don't remember. This yeah. was, you know, November of uh-huh. last year. I get it. Almost a year ago. We talked about, I talked about... Uh, 5779. Happy New Year to you and yours Mashana as well. Tova. Changing Election Day. Yeah. The actual day, why the Tuesday, we vote in, November. Tuesday yeah. in November. And so we looked it up, and it was it stems from the agrarian makeup of 19th century America, mm-hmm. is when farmers would have to travel a day. You couldn't travel on Sunday. That was the Lord's Day. Sure. And in November, because that's the harvest time, 
before bad winter weather, mm-hmm. but your harvest is done. I think we can change that up now. I don't think it applies anymore. I think we can, again, my proposal is it's either a Monday that's a national holiday. I like that. Make it a, I, I'll, I've sort make of. Make it a Wednesday that's a national holiday. Make it a week. Yes, Make it Monday fun. through Sunday. Right, agree. You have all week, and the only thing you vote for that day is president. You get an eight and a half by eleven sheet of paper. You mark an that X part on it. I don't know about. Well, I you know, it. I want to eliminate the Senate, so that's you know could be part Listen, of it. Listen, I get it, and I'm on board with that part too. Excuse me, I. I don't think we need to like make the country any dumber than it already is. Although I think it's sort of meeting the country at its level, but I think that. It's fine to have a few offices there, and it's people have a responsibility, and they should do some homework and be ready to to vote. But I get it. But I, I definitely no- think, in terms of the window of opportunity in the day, and making it a making a holiday so that people can go, you right. have to make the holiday in the middle of the week. Otherwise, people will make just use it as a long. They'll make it into Memorial Day or whatever. Oh, where it's not be even mattress sales. Right, it doesn't and, even uh, matter. Festivals. Like, I totally nobody agree with that. is. You know, I'm, I'm saying nobody, but I mean, most people are not really observing Memorial Day. They're using that Correct. as a. So you need to make it in the middle of the week, so it's not like because then people will just be out of town and they won't vote because they went on vacation for the three day weekend. I have no problem. Then make it the whole week. Because while I'm sort of opposed You're to early voting, make a national voting, week off. Of no, work? no, you don't get a week off. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay. But it's a, but you have yeah that's fine too one week you have starting Monday at I think you, seven a.m. I think you make it a whole week but you give people the Wednesday off. The Wednesday's a national holiday in the middle of voting week. All right, I so can do that. that's sort of the, so that the you bulk have day. a day set aside to. You can and then it. you announce the results the following Monday. Totally fine with that. Yeah, like why not? Gives you a week, and I I do think that you should. You should have to. Leave your house and go to a polling place. It's president. It's once every four years. Yeah. Vote for, just go vote for the president. Even if it's every year, like just make it happen. I agree with that. Like it's a society, like we have a response, you're a citizen. You have one week. Right. Just go. You have some things you need to do. Yeah. But I think, but, but we can stop with the Tuesday in November. Make it during, make it another time, make it April, make it September. Whenever, but a little yeah, bit better, sure. and it, like this, I this odd on a Tuesday in November. I'm with you. In that, you know, all the polling. I mean, places. even if it was a Tuesday in November, that's fine. But make it then a, it's national a national holiday, holiday, and give. I also agree with the window of a week to, for people to vote anywhere. Yeah, because right now it's like I mean, some places it's 30 right. days, but it's fewer places. Right. It's like now one week, X number of polling places. Yeah, let's go vote. If there was a sale on HDTVs, everyone would make it yeah, they that would, day. They too. would arrange. Yeah, yeah I agree. Exactly. Uh, there's I that. Agree. And then presidential term limits. That's what I wrote. I don't really remember what our argument was. I may have been... You, what's your feeling? Well, let's just pretend we I just brought go, it up. I may have changed. I think I used to be opposed to term limits. Oh, really? In general. Okay. My feeling is... You get to vote every two years, whether it's for representative, yes. president every four years. That's it, your opportunity in the to abstract, do it. abstract, I agree. In practice, I totally disagree. I think I've come around to that way of thinking. It's just just make it make it would it would so drastically cut down the. F- I think there may be unintended consequences. Sure, the fundraising efforts. Yes, yeah. that if you knew, well, that's a whole separate. Right, that's a, I that's had the two years issue. to do this. Right. You're not spending those two years, you know, asking for money for That's the following two do, years right? and That's so all on and so forth. Congress people do. At this point. Yeah. yeah. So I have no no problem. I think we mentioned this before. I have a friend who just like, you get a postcard in the mail, you're the representative Oh, I, for two I'm years. totally on board with that. It's a, like a lottery or a draft. If it you, can't turn out that much worse. I've met my neighbors. I think it could have turn you out met, worse. Have you met people in Congress? <laughs> I believe Sid Yates. I met him in eighth grade. Okay. You know? I mean, he come on. He may have been dead then. Go look, at, yeah. go look on the interweb later. Look at the lineup of people who oh, are in Congress I, I, and then I decide if they're, that, if they're measurably better than your neighbors. So make it like jury duty? Yeah. Yeah, I guess, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, probably not a whole lot worse. The chances of getting 570 plus... Well, yeah, duds, right. People like like who, yeah, who I've served on juries with, yes. Yeah, and I mean, 
if you took away the incentive for people to keep running and to make a career out of it. I agree with that. I'm just not sure. The ran- I don't know about the randomness of it. I think you should want to do. So maybe you the job like, you possibly. Could, it's optional to register, but then from with that pool of people, you get drafted. So if someone truly doesn't want to do it. They they will. No right, they right. don't have to sign up to okay. be in the pool. I can live with that. Maybe that's it. But otherwise, it. then it's like you know the ping pong ball lottery yeah. deal. It's like you're up for two years, yeah. and you get paid. Then we stone you to death at the end of the term. <laughs> or, you know, a nice statue. Uh-huh. One of the, or both. Sure. We can do both. But I think, but for president term limits, like, you know, the argument being more that either just make it one. Yeah. Or allowing more than two. I'm anti more than two. I'm Although pretty I think sure I'm in, like in an academic, kind of in the abstract, I get it. Like, let the people choose their leader. Right. And don't artificially... Impair years, that, but right, but in practice, no, especially with the funding, excuse me, system and the way it is, and the electoral college, all that stuff. You got to like, you got to have the term limits. Well, the electoral college has to go, it does. Uh, it's um, uh, does Columbia play them this season? <laughs> we no, should go no, to that one. I don't think they're that good. That's a, uh, that's a division that's above them. We should go to yeah, that absolutely. One. All right. The subject, it says, the subject been putting off for a few episodes. Do you know what that oh, subject is? No, I feel like there was, I have a vague recollection of you sort of saying, ah, there's a thing, eh, we'll talk about it next time, or something like that. Yeah, but I, I think might, we've actually named the, I think we named the thing, maybe not. Voldemort? No. What is it? I don't know what that is. Is that a... Uh, it's a Harry Potter thing. Yeah, see, that's this is my problem with the New York Times crossword puzzle. Too a many lot of Harry, Harry Potter, Potter things? And I, 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 I did know, not know a that. couple, but I don't. Not okay. enough, apparently. Soccer. Oh, haven't we talked about this before? What are yeah, we talking about not. with it? I don't know. That I don't like it. But I thought we've talked about this extensively. Did we? But, all right, we can talk about it. No, nah, I think we're done. Here's I don't really part, like it. Here's the part I don't understand <coughs> about your... I mean, I know this is a bit, right? But I also sure. think that, like... It's the same thing as hockey and basketball. I mean, it's the same game as all those games. So it's I don't understand why you I don't like that. it so right. much when you when you like those other ones. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to me. I don't know if it's... There are a couple aspects of it, of the actual playing of the mm-hmm. game, and certainly on that level, like World Cup level, that I just can't get past. Mm-hmm. The fact that the clock goes from zero to ninety okay. instead of ninety to zero. Okay. The fact that when it gets to ninety, the game's not over, and might go on another minute, might go on another it's three euro. minutes. Very euro. You should like that attitude. I it's yeah, very euro. That's true, and it's also very like like you know sort of a, an ambiguous ending. Like yeah. You don't know. It's not right. And I agree with that in it's life in like general. Life, yeah. Except sports. Sports. I want a winner. Yeah. I want a loser. I want definitive, like, you can sure. argue why, but at the end, this team had more goals than yep. that team. Yep. They get the trophy. Yep. And I like that part. Of, and when it gets to zero, game over. Well, it does get to zero. It's just that you don't necessarily know exactly where zero is. I'm a fan of that. I'm watching the game. I want to know when zero is. Yeah. I should be, as a fan, you want to be I get engaged. It. I get it. You want to be, I mean, it's like basically saying baseball, what inning is it? I don't know. How many outs? That doesn't really matter. I'll let you know when the game's over. Right. I get it. Yeah. No. There should be, there should be, as a fan, I mean, obviously the strategy at the very end, obviously you're going for, you know, if you're down by a goal. Sure. Of course. But I wonder how many, like if you analyze the season of whatever league, how many games it really matters whether or not it would have been extended by, like what happens in the last 15 or 30 seconds. Because that's what you're really talking about. You're talking about a margin of error. Because they yeah, say it's, a few minutes, it's sure. two extra minutes, right? Who's, who at the, said at the 90 minute mark, they hold up how much extra time Do there they is. really? Yeah, yeah. So they say stand there's an a- right. additional three minutes. So okay. you know that. Now, they don't like click it, they don't put the clock right. on and bzzzed at, right. at zero. The ref kind of waits to like around that three minute mark, they wait till the play kind of dies down or whatever, and then they blow the whistle. 
So it could be plus or minus maybe 15 that someone else can come in and correct me on this. But it's roughly plus or minus 20 seconds either way. And that's not super precise. But I wonder how many games like really like what happened in the last 20 seconds. See, I don't think that I think doesn't that doesn't matter. It needs to happen once for there to and it has happened yeah, but, where goals are scored yeah, in that extra although that, time. That, that's just that's just heightened because it's at the end right it's just like the Ooh. calling of balls and strikes or fouls in basketball or penalties sure. in hockey it's like it seems more salient because it's at the end of the game but it's but it no is. more meaningful than it was earlier in the game totally disagree no you're sure wrong it is that. at the end of the game i mean there's an no. aspect to that's how sports works. Is that those that last minute or so is that much more intense? No, but the the goal scored like, in hockey in the first period is the same value as the goal scored the at the end. It's the same value, but the actual excitement, the actual way you play the game, the actual effort exerted, the strategy is different in the last minute or two than right. it is in the first minute. Well, that's or part two. of the strategy of the game. Then, is well, then to you not should get... know when the game is over. Yeah, but mm, that's not. That's fine if you feel that way, but that's not really the same argument. All right. (laughs) All right, we'll let that slide. Uh, I will say this, though. The thing I do love about soccer, and I don't know if this is just British Premier League or or a lot of the European leagues, and I think this is absolutely something that should be done in U.S. professional, the main professional sports. A moat around the thing. A moat is good. Just uh, the fence around. No. Is, and I I forget what the word is, is, uh, but where uh, if you're the worst team in the league, you get dropped to the minor leagues. Oh, yeah, that's great. I forget what there is. Relegation, I believe is the term people want to use. It is. But absolutely, I would have no problem Seeing the Detroit Tigers and Baltimore Orioles, like you're not trying, you're gonna try to oh, tank. Yeah. You're right. out. You're, I think that would great. stop tanking immediately, that's and you the, actually have to try to win. That's the great thing. Like it matter. It ma- even if so, like the last game of the season, and you're the worst team in the league. Like that game really matters. That, exactly. Right? Are All, you going to be playing a perfect that? And that's and in it. That's money. Yeah. That's the only way you're going to motivate. <laughs> that really will never happen teams. in American sports. They will so never dangerous. do it. But it's great. It's a great dynamic. That I love. Yeah. That I absolutely love. You're, totally you're agree. Team, you're Miami Dolphins? Sorry. Right. You're going to trade all your players? Then you're out for next year. Right. For a year. I'd have no problem yes, with that Columbia moves up or whatever oh, it is. If only. Right. I also think on that same subject, then you also shouldn't be rewarded with like a higher draft pick. Yeah, right. For that either. I think take that away, you right. also stop taking. That should be random. Yes. That should be random. The draft, it's the lottery. You throw, everybody gets one ping pong ball. That's the order. And if the Knicks get it like four years in a row, don't worry, they'll botch it up anyways. <laughs> so they're not going to win anything. <laughs> yeah. That works out. I like that. Yeah. Um, that's all I had for... Uh, for okay. that right now, we can move on to the next thing. Do you have more things? I have a, you know, like sort of like, you know, the, okay. the bases of the yeah. uh, of the of the show here. Let's do the thing. I think this might be, I, I've lost time. This might be a longer version, might it be a shorter matter. version. If you have a short version, we're getting back Who into cares? it. That's a, thank you. Exactly. <laughs> and now it's time for the philosophical question of the show. Okay. We have intro music for this too as well, right? Absolutely. Awesome. Do you remember us doing these things like the... Sure. Gym? Okay, I'm yeah, just yeah, checking. Yeah, yeah, sure, you know, sure, sure. It's been a little while. Yeah, but I... I know, yes. A lot of things have happened... I remember happened the segments. ...in that time. <laughs> a lot of things have happened. Yes. Uh, what is, You ready? I am. What is the one thing you'd most like to change about the world? Ugh. That's a bold question. Oh, That's not nothing. Cow. Yeah. One thing. This ain't makeup. <laughs> um... One Give a little thing. sip of Fresca. Yeah, while please while do. Right Thank you. One thing. Uh, boy. Um, I'll just think of a... There's a part of me that wants to go like something that's like super specific. <laughs> <laughs> but like... Right. Yeah. I mean, I, for me, my guess is, like off the end, I, just the end of poverty. Yes. Just people needing or denied basic 
human necessities, whether it's food, fresh water, uh, um, shelter. Yeah. Though that no one should ever be in want. Yeah, that's a great one. I mean, I think that the two things I was thinking about were one... Or Joe Madden being retained as manager. It's one of the two. We'll get back to that. Yeah, no problem. I think the two things I was thinking about, excuse me, were um, one, sort of the elimination of selfishness in human beings. And I think the other one is sort of along the lines of what you're talking about is um, to create a situation where nobody is sort of... Uh, I'm just going to kind of, in the general sense, like nobody's sort of doomed by their circumstance, right? Oh, I so like whether that. it's right poverty or um, some mental kind of illness, physical, right? Some physical kind of physical disability, right? Any sure. of that stuff where they, where if there was a world where, and I know there's a lot of nuance to this, and I, you know, but like where that the reality is, like those things are tough hurdles. Right, and, and it's hard to. It's hard to abide the fact that people who are dealt some of those hands now, not that they can't be successful, not that they're not valuable people, and they can have a wonderful life and they can succeed. But it's let's face it, it's harder. It's right? much harder. It's and, not and, a level playing field. No, and when I and, hear uh, white men of my age say, "Oh, I've worked really hard." to get, you know, where I am. Most of the time, no, you haven't. Well, you were afforded so many possibilities right, and so many of those hurdles were I mean, not. Right, just anybody who's there. born in America, period. Correct. I don't care anybody, what color your yeah, skin is. I don't exactly care right. what your thing is. Like, you've if you were born in America, right, you're, oh, you've already rounded third. You're like where the, where the coach's box correct. ends Yep. at that point. Yeah. Right? You're way, way, way ahead. Right. And you don't see, right, this is my the bit, uh, I love the story of the um, two very young goldfish are swimming by, and they pass um, a bigger fish, and he's going the other way, and he's like, how's the water, boys? And the one little fish turns to the other one and says, what's water? Right, like people don't even know the environment they're in. They have right. no, they're in such a bubble that they have no clue Ex- totally. what's going on. Yeah. So. You know, I think that's to me is a tough thing about the world. There's also, I don't right. You could you could come right. up with some very specific things, <laughs> of right? Course. Right. Uh, uh, d- oh, d- of like, course, right? Of course, just hoarding like, of natural resources would be one thing. I was going to say if bananas could not ripen quite so <laughs> fast, like if they could stay in the sweet spot for a little longer. But anyway, but yes. Wait, isn't that well, what? There's a thing. What thing? There's a there's a Maybe it was no, maybe it was more avocados. There's a company, Appeal, maybe, something I've heard on the radio machine, yes, that has to do with, that that does some sort of retard the the rotting of avocado, but also elongates the the prime uh, uh, freshness and ripe. Of the avocado, I a million dollar idea be, down the drain. Ah, gosh darn it! I think okay. that's that's uh, that sounds vaguely familiar. Okay, wow. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of right. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff, but I think basically, like things that pertain to everybody, kind of having a decent crack at a decent life. Yeah. That's that's the stuff I think that sort of resonates the most. Access for me. And, and, and included in that and obviously we're getting more specific, but including that access to education, access to the arts, access to the rest of the world, I think is incredibly important as well. Also, if we could have a world without smashing pumpkins, that would be pretty that from your mouth to God's uh, ears. Yeah. That may be a good place to stop. Are we stopping? Is that it? I don't know. Do you want to have anything else? I'm you know what we can do? Like, oh, you know what I might do yes. on this show? Sure. I mean, this brings up a whole other topic that we can talk about or not talk about or talk about later. 
I went on the interweb I've heard and of it. recovered some of our intellectual property. I want to state this for the record. I'm intrigued. Uh, the, so we had on our old show. Yes. Which we own. That's right. The content. That, that is correct. And we'll be posting a little picture of, do we own the content? I think so. Sure. Let's say we do. Yeah. What the heck? Well, I mean, what's at stake here? Exactly. <laughs> There's no money. It's exactly. nothing. Exactly. Prove damages. But I was going to post, repost, maybe appended to this episode, the interview we did with Mr. Herbert Sohn. That would be, for I those of you that, who don't know... Yeah. Uh, Herbert Zone, my dad, yeah. who passed away. We're looking, what was it? My friend. That, and your friend as well. Uh, absolutely, a friend to a great number of people. You. I appreciate <laughs> Fine. <laughs> he, uh, and also, yeah. yeah. Uh, He's your friend uh, too. <laughs> exactly. Uh, passed away at the ripe old age of 92, roughly June, July, August, September, four months ago. Yeah. Right now. And one, maybe. Uh, one of one of the best interviews, I think. Certainly, interview guests, if not the best that interview we've guest had? we've had. Absolutely on our, number one. Yeah, no question. Uh, there was that one person who came in off the street once who eh, they were not fine. that great. Um, but yes, and They're he probably, told they might be listening. They're they fine. might. That's true. I mean, they were they were number two. Yeah, sure. Um, but I appreciate that, and uh, yeah, if, can we? Is can I that be so. put yeah. on there? I think if we can I think find I can it, we'll do that. Stitch it up to the well, end of this thing, on, and that we'll, sounds yeah. Yeah, I think so. And that'd be good because that was a great, I mean, fun. I feel like it yeah. encapsulated a lot of the vibe of Herb for me. Was so he was funny, yes. smart, interesting stories, Rid- like shockingly good memory. Yeah, like for, sharp for that person. and like just. Well, he was in his eighties back then, yeah, so right. you know, yeah, a different thing. But I, uh, I, I listened to a bunch of it a couple months ago. Um, yeah, and I was like, we should put we should put that up for like for it. people Thank to you. hear because it's really uh, he was great um, in general and in that yeah. in that interview and I think it gives a little flavor of him and I think it was just a thing it, that's one of the right not too many people <laughs> listen to our things period right. sure right well. but the that's the one thing that I, a couple people that I know who listen who have listened to these things over the, whatever, few years, commented on specifically that one. I, that, I agree. That yeah, absolutely. And it was, yes, and, and it was, um, it was particularly fun for me to sort sure. of talk to my dad in, in a different that format. Way. Yeah, right. Absolutely, and it completely where it was, where it wasn't, I mean, obviously, it's Wait, always father's son. We have a little mom son. on this show. Oh, oh, I got a lot. I got a lot of questions for her. Uh, but to have, yes, to have him on there was uh, that was a, a treat and just yeah. fun to be able for for what I enjoyed about it for him being able to speak. I would ask him the questions, but he wasn't necessarily speaking to me, right? In exactly. that sense, so he was much yeah. more, in some ways, like different dynamic, yeah, and different dynamic, and and it definitely said things that you know, or some stories that some I'd heard before, sure, but some that I hadn't, and uh, and he took to the uh, uh, the medium very very quickly, yeah, and it was uh, that was a treat. That's yeah. great. Yeah, I think yeah. I appreciate that. Thank I mean, like you. Like a great, interesting cat, and I think. Um yeah, I think it's. I think that'll be. I think that'll be fun for people. Well, then, to listen I assume to. We'll, you, there'll also be intro music, uh, you know, for that <laughs> yeah, as well. Of course, of course. Yeah. All right. So that might be a good place to stop. Okay. Yeah. For this, this is we'll going to end up that, being a long yeah. after that little addendum, a little yeah. postscript, a I little. People, what's the epilogue? What's the. Uh, what at the uh, like the you know the at the end of a song like a the coda? coda. Yeah. Sure. Ah, that'll work. Sure. Uh, you can email us. Still at nickanddugs at gmail.com. I assume that works. I think so. You can follow us on the Twitter and the Instagram at nickanddugs. Yep. Uh, I checked this morning. We lost a follower on Twitter. We're down to 19. <laughs> Is that right? Having said that, Instagram, last time, 30. Now, 53 followers. Whoa. We're blowing up, baby. That's a major increase. I think increase. it basically goes Kendall Jenner and then us. Yeah. That's Maybe one or two people in the middle, but one yeah. or two, but can't be many, and probably another Kardashian or two. What uh, do you think? That seems like a, who are these people? How would they even like? Oh, we don't put, ask those we haven't put something up in like a year, and yet still like okay. almost doubled. I think our it's followers. probably like 
phony accounts and people just go you and think so? like look up. Well, everything. I paid a lot of money to have more okay. followers because I think you're supposed right. well, to do that. Well, it's paid off. You have like a forty percent increase or yeah, something. That's not, that was a heck of an investment. Do you yeah. have anything to plug? Anything coming up? Oh no, you're going to no. be at the uh, Chicago Marathon playing at mile six. Yeah, turn at Fullerton and Stock. That's correct. In? Fullerton and Stockton. That's right, exactly but where we we'll drove be. by the other day and was very excited to see. Uh, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Hopefully, it'll be nice. Uh, Hopefully, it'll be, be nice weather. Yeah. Last year was raining a lot. It rained a lot. There were at there least were, it wasn't cold though, but it rained. No, a lot. it wasn't. But it rained a lot, and there was and, and, like nonstop. Yeah, it was wet. Yes, it was. A, and a I, I didn't position myself particularly well under the little tent that we brought. No, so. and I, it, I, I'm as as your like sort of like roadie. Yeah. and I actually got to do some roadie things. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to lie; it made me a little nervous that. This was at I would have to perform some sort of CPR yeah, at some right. point. Yeah, because like yes, while there are cops right there, you'd have to wake them up. I think out of like fifteen-ish like years, we've done that thing, which is probably closer to seventeen to. Okay. Eh, it doesn't matter. Uh, out of the fifteen-ish years, I think it's only rained twice, and this was the only time it rained hard. It rained a little bit bad. one other time. Yeah, It's been cold a few times. Yes, I remember and some, and I know, times, like, you know it's tough. Yeah, yeah, it is a little playing, tougher. The cold singing is tough. and playing guitar is tough. The cold is tough. What's worse, the cold or the uh, wet? The cold, for sure. Really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Wet's fine. Oh, there you go. Yeah, the cold is tough. All right. All so right. we'll see. Yeah, yeah that's uh, Sunday the 13th of October. And yeah. maybe, this, maybe someone will listen to this before then. And maybe a runner. It's the 13th of October, 2019. Scream come out. by, give us a hug. Give us a hug. Scream out, you know, Nick and Doug's. Yeah, feel free to come up to the mic. Yeah, absolutely. People do. Come up and tell tell your favorite punchline. That's a great idea. You know, we're going to open it up. doesn't even have to be a Jewish joke. Just any punchline. I'm going to also put this out there. You don't have to be a runner. Fair enough. Just Anybody wants you can to come, come up? Yeah, you can come right up. Yeah. That's true. You don't have to run. Right. I like it. Yeah, they should come up to you and say that they've got a punchline, and then you can usher them up to the we'll mic. Go, we'll go. We'll take a quick perfect. break. I perfect. think you'll you'll be amenable to that. Yeah, that's totally fine. Possible. I think we'll we have a we'll be able to do a rim shot if I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah, for we have sure. A drummer. For sure. Um, we ready to introduce our special guest? I'm ready. I was yeah. ready before we got here. Uh, then, but I'm we, ready. We appreciate Let's go. that. We'd like to welcome our very special guest. Dr. Herb Sohn, also known as my dad. Yeah. Welcome. Herb, it's great to have you. Thank you. I have always thought about this program, and it's a real pleasure to be here with you today. Um, so you understand the, the point of the I show. I expected a really, lot of you, Doug. Oh, and this I is, never expected you to have this outstanding program. Thank you. Um, I'd like to uh, point out um, that my dad has, if I'm not mistaken, has actually seen the penis of everyone in this room, except for you, Chris. We can change that. That's what I'm asking. <laughs> I was just wondering, what do you say? We got time we've got you know a sink we should That's be right. we should be all good we i don't but maybe not you never know you never know um so welcome thank you very much i really appreciate it it's great seeing you again it's <laughs> nice to see you <laughs> It's, it's impossible. It's that's been. Right. A, I've been busy. Yeah, you know, I got. Right. A, I got a podcast and and all that. Doug, you're looking great. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for saying so. I appreciate Very that. Very good. Herb looks like a million bucks for those who can't see, which is everybody except the three of us. Herb, you look great. Oh no, we'll be putting pictures up on oh, yeah, uh, on the internet machine. Um, I'd like to start uh, yeah. speaking of photos. So you are a urologist. Absolutely. Right. You've been a urologist, if I might say so, for over 50 years. That's absolutely right. Still practicing? Not Still practicing. Been. I know pretty well yeah, what I'm doing. Yeah. I've always loved, oh, that's a classic bit. So I was in uh, uh, Washington, D.C. last week, and I was visiting my aunt and cousins. And we got, uh, you know, it's family, and uh, it's a, we're a very small family, so we, we got together, and we had time, and uh, I don't know what that has to do with anything, but we were looking at photos. And for some reason... My aunt had uh, this particular photo, and I don't know why, and, and I'm going to hand this to Nick to describe what's going on in this photo. We'll put this photo up on the internet, uh, but I'm going to give this uh, to Nick so he can describe it, and then we'll hand it to you, because I think this photo needs some serious explanation. Before I, before I look at the front of the photo, the back yes. says the Chicago Medical School in a very 
university-ish font, uh, and it says, if published, credit must be given. Photo by C. Scanlon. So it's like it's, holy cow, what is going <laughs> Here is a picture. Thank you. That was exactly my reaction. Here's a picture of a very handsome man in a white shirt and uh, maybe a white lab coat uh, and a tie. Look at that. Look at that head of hair. God, Herb, you look great. It's, it looks, it's, it's hair. A, it's obviously a great. young... It's, you're telling me. It's a young Herb Sone um, holding uh, what appears to be a rooster in one hand and sort of prying the rooster's mouth open with that same hand. And then with the other hand, he looks like he's administering some sort of a pill, like a tablet of right. some sort to the, to the rooster. And look at the size of that thing's uh, feet. Those are like some serious... Can, I, I think this photo deserves an explanation. Please tell me this was do, not do you like your this? final exam to graduate I medical school. I remember this very well. We were doing research on migraine headaches, and uh, there's a pill. It's called ergotamine, and uh, it's used to relieve migraines. And this was many years ago. However, it was very toxic if given in high amounts. And what I was doing was measuring the uh, dilation of blood vessels. Now, in a rooster, the head has, is red. And the reason it's red, it has a lot of blood vessels in it. Oh. And I gave this uh, rooster this ergotamine, and then with the oximeter, which measures oxygen production, I was able to measure what this medicine did, and it would turn wow. blue. And we were able, through these experiments, decide how much ergot to use for it. Now, ergot's a very dangerous drug. They don't use it anymore. Did you, tell the, it. Did you tell the rooster this before you were administering No, unfortunately, the, uh, a lot of the roosters went bad. <laughs> and, <laughs> the last, mildly, yeah. and the bottom line was the last day the professor decided to have a rooster roast. <laughs> and he cooked these roosters, and I did not go. Is, it, yeah. is that true? That yeah, is true, yes. <laughs> what, what year are we talking here? Was This This goes done? back to 1958. That's so great. Herb, what year were you born? Uh, 1927. Okay. Born on the day Lindbergh landed, if I'm not mistaken. This is the Lord May you May 23rd. Now, when nurses ask me what my birthday is, I usually tell them May 23rd. And invariably, they'll ask what year, just like sure. you did. And I would give them the standard answer every year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You see, yeah, you so see where I get it's it. so good. Oh, yeah. It's all but amazing. I'm writing this stuff this down. This picture actually was in the newspaper. I think it was either the Tribune or Sun-Times. I hope the they time. gave credit to and, Peace um, <laughs> I got a kick. Out. I haven't seen this picture in a That's long great. time. Yeah, I had really no good. idea why my aunt uh, had Hard it. Hard to believe that's me. I, I, oh, no, no, no. It's, it's totally believable. And we look right nothing. Away. It doesn't look like me in the slightest. Yeah, right? Yeah, well, maybe a little bit. But the it's, hair it's I great, look at is black. It's pretty good. The, oh, yeah, yeah, but you, uh, you, still, you still got it. You know, it's still little, got it. I wish I knew the name of the rooster, but I got to tell you, this is not an easy thing to do. I can imagine. I had one rooster hand. marks all over my fingers. <laughs> they bit every finger I had on my hand. And uh, this wasn't a pleasant way to go. Yeah. Not, not so much for the rooster either, no, is yeah. what I'm that doesn't guessing. Look right. To wrangle a rooster with one hand like that, that does not look easy. No, but it's, it's an awesome, awesome And I felt so photo. good they picked the, me. The, the, <laughs> the level of concentration on Herb's face, too, in that photo is so good. Yeah. So great. It's pretty great. This is great. Thanks for getting this out, guys. This yeah, is really it's our nice. pleasure. Yeah, and you haven't, like, left, so we oh. appreciate that. So um, good. As I said, you've been a, a doctor for, for over half a century. Um, what would you consider the most remarkable technological advancement in the time that you've been practicing? I mean, what has struck you medically as, as the most impressive or fascinating uh, advancement? Well, I'll begin by saying that when I first went into urology, very few people knew what urology was. And the reason is that we didn't do too many uh, procedures. We didn't take care of too many diseases. Mm -hmm. But as time went on, the urologists got into a lot of uh, cutting-edge research. And I was very fortunate. Uh, for 10 years, I was uh, head of the uh, 
press relations for the American Urological Association. And as an example, when you ask me what uh, big advances were made, the first press release I had was a thing called the lithotriptor. And what it is is a bathtub, and people with stones years ago we used to have to operate on them, cut them open, take the stones out over and over again. And it wasn't pleasant for the patient, obviously, and the physician didn't like it either. But all of a sudden, in Germany, um, one of the doctors had a friend that worked for Dornier, which is an aircraft company, and he told him one day that um, they were having trouble with their radio sets, and at that time they had tube radios, and they were breaking during the storms, uh, either hail or rainstorms. And he w thought about this for a while, and he said, you know, it's very interesting. I think I'll look into that. He asked him to be a consult. And what they found out is when the rain and the hail hit the plane, it transmitted a high-frequency shockwave that started with a big amount and then coned down small amount, hit the tubes, and broke them. And then he, he was a urologist, and he started thinking about it. He said, you know, if they can do that, why can't we do that with stones? So what they did is they took this shockwave, you know, and in a bathtub, and pointed it to the stone under fluoroscopy, fluoroscopic exams, and now we get rid of all the stones through this method by breaking them up, and they turn them into powder awesome. from the outside and then come in. What, what year is this? That you, do you, this would be about 20 years ago. Okay. In the, in the 80s, 90s, uh, B.A. once was suffering from some kidney stones, and he went to a Grateful Dead show and was pretty close, and it was pretty loud, and, and then came back, and the next day, no problems. Is like, that true? That's true, yeah. yeah. I think it's same principle. Happens just like I, that. I just rattled the, I think it broke him up. And I, I just think he was so upset about having to listen to the great time that possibly. he probably didn't feel the <laughs> Also possibly, right, yeah, the yeah. pain was, the and pain it was mitigated exactly. by comparison. And at that time, they didn't have the machines in the U.S., so I studied over in Wuppertal, Germany, where they had a machine at the Barman Clinic, and uh, it was kind of an interesting way of looking at medicine. All the patients would gather at the end of the day, and the professor would show all the x-rays before and after the stones. Everybody would pat each other on the head. Obviously, they didn't pat him on the back. That wasn't the smart thing to do. Exactly right. And they all congratulated each other. But then, I have to, when you asked me about the continuation, to continue this, is my last press release, I was there for 10 years. They had a sunset rule where you could only stay for 10 years. As a pro bono, you don't get anything for it. Well, I presented that's, by... That's not really going to help I presented, my inheritance. No, but I way. presented Viagra to the world. Oh, um, you're they the They came guy. out with the pill, and I had a press release. We expected about 40 press people. We had 500. Took over the grand ballroom at the Hilton in Chicago, and the president of the organization came over to me he says we've never seen anything like this in our life you are magnificent i said look get me another pill like viagra i'll get you that's a thousand right. people that's right yeah that's me what was because that was a reason that took off they discovered that because that pill was originally being developed for some other purpose it right? was cardiovascular that's it was right. for the heart disease and what happened whenever they have a new medication they give them a questionnaire right and what happened is the patients would fill it out and they said their sex life was a lot better after taking the pill. So they, saw they just did that. Yeah. And they all made the comment on that, and then someone thought about it. Never worked out for the cardiovascular, but it worked out for the other. Does and now eight out, of the, eight out of the ten hits on WebMD, where people look into the Internet for information, is urology. It's either cancer of the prostate or uh, erectile dysfunction. How did you end up in urology? That's a great question. I, I was going to be, a, I told you at one time I wanted to be a cardiovascular surgeon. I watch a lot of movies, and I was always impressed with the cardiovascular surgeons, and especially down in Texas, the Texas Heart Institute. They have some great people down there. And Is that uh, Christian Bernard from no, yeah, that area? Yeah, Christian Marr, Dr. DeBakey, DeBakey. Yeah. DeBakey yeah. things like right. that. Yeah. Love that. Great, and great name. So I you. signed up for it. At, I trained at Case Western. I signed up for it. And I walked in the office one day to sign the papers, and it turned out that the urologist shared the office, chief urology shared the office with the cardiovascular surgeon, 
And he asked me what I was doing there. And I said, well, I'm going to be a cardiovascular surgeon, and I'm just signing the papers. So he says, you do not want to be a cardiovascular surgeon. I said, what do you mean? He said, you're going to die at 40. So these people have the worst lives. Their tension is so great. You want to become a urologist. Now, in medical school, I didn't even know what a urologist was. And I asked him this stupid question, what's a urologist? Let's have lunch. So I had lunch with him. It was Dr. Lester Persky. He was the chief there. Had lunch with him, and he made me his first resident. He had just taken over the department. And I just loved it because you can practice medicine and surgery. That's a good salesman. But it after was. that, when I was head of press, I asked Dr. Latimer, who was chief at Columbia, to write a piece of why someone goes into urology. He said the same thing. They meet somebody nice, they're doing something else, and they meet a urologist, and they talk them into it. So and that's Herb, how most people do. Herb, did it honestly happen that you went into the office with a lot of momentum and a plan to become a cardiovascular surgeon, then literally this guy just kind of diverted you, took you out to one lunch, and he was able to persuade you? No question about it. Yeah. Wow, that's impressive. And that was typical of the time of why people went into urology. They met somebody they liked, it's was crazy. kind of decent, and they went into it. So where did you go? Where, where were you in med school? Well, I went to Chicago Medical School, okay, and then I took Hence a year. And, and, and then apparently some veterinarian school, <laughs> yes. allegedly. Yes. It was right next to the Worsham School of Mortuary Science. <laughs> <Nice>. so, <laughs> that convenient. helped also. Yeah, that's convenient. And the reason we liked them, they had the only basketball court, so we were able to play Ooh. basketball in the afternoon and shoot, Perfect. shoot baskets. And then I interned at Bellevue for about a year. I would have stayed there. But Bellevue was like Las Vegas. It was 24 hours. You didn't know night or day. I mean, you just worked 24 straight, and it was yeah. just too much. And it's like it was always infamous for being sure. like a psychiatric hospital. I mean, that was yeah. always the old they joke. They sent you to Bellevue. And the only yeah. way you would know if the patient, if the individual was a patient or worked there, you'd ask them if they had a key. If they had a key, they worked there. You could not talk to them and find out the difference. Awesome. That's what I found out. Yeah. But I got to tell you a story about Doug. Please. Oh, boy. And yeah, this is please. where I knew it was going to go south. <laughs> when I was at Bellevue, I used to come home with uh, magazines and uh, journals, New England Journal of Medicine, AMA. And one day I took him to the barber shop, and he may not remember this, but the barber asked him, what does your dad do? And he says, I don't know exactly what he does. He was about five. He says, but I think he says sells magazines at the hospital. Nice. That's so good. And that's a true story. That's that's, are you so sure good. that was me and that not was my brother? You. This it was, was not, not your New brother. Okay. It was you. I think, <laughs> all right, I'm, we'll check the video. I don't think they have barbershops anymore. It was you. They don't. They do. That's <laughs> Thank you. Uh, if that's you, great. We're going to take a, a quick, quick pause. Don't go anywhere. Uh, back to our uh, back. To yeah, let's dig into guests. some more got, herb look, talk. Got, look at this. I got a page of Holy questions cow. here. Oh, yeah. I've been practicing. Um, what do you personally find to be the best and worst aspects of the medical profession and how have things changed for the better or the worse over the years? And I certainly don't mean politically, but just like yeah. what you have to do on a, on a day-to-day basis. Well, the best anything- thing that I like is uh, when someone comes in sick and you can help them and, you know, make them well and... You can sleep a little bit better at night knowing that you've done something, you know, for someone. And it really makes, still makes a difference. Got to remember, I'm an attorney also and a... Uh, yeah, I was waiting for that to come in. Don't forget and, that. Uh, don't forget that. And, uh, <laughs> you know... A, no pressure on was me, very by the good. way. Thank you very law much. Law is very good as far as thinking is concerned. But, you know, to sue people and do things like that, wasn't my thing. Mm-hmm. So what, what I did is I found out that it was easier for me to teach law, health law, and then rather than practice. Is that what led you into the medical profession in the first place? Was that desire to help others? Well, the thing that led me into the medical profession was uh, completely opposite of that. Uh, when I was the oh, Navy, was it for a girl? No, when I was in the Navy, Darn. I was stationed at uh, Navy Pier, and I had a sore throat. And I went into the uh, doctor and I said, what are you doing? He gave me some medicine to help me. And I got sicker and sicker until I got so sick, he kept doubling the medic, medic medicine. Was he giving you the rooster medicine? Exactly. Yeah, that was, they, was this picture? I was thinking office. about that. Yeah, head I was turning thinking blue? about that. <laughs> so, uh, no, so they sent me to Passivant. And at that time in the Navy, um, when you got out, you had to be in good shape. So they had me sit there for a couple of weeks waiting 
to get back to duty again, and I had a chance to look at the doctors. Well, what happened is they gave me sulfur, and I had a reaction to sulfur, and I didn't know what it was. The only way I knew what was wrong with me is I'd ask the fellow next to me what was wrong with me. When it came to scarlet fever, I figured I'd better call somebody and uh, find out. So I called my dad, and he got somebody to come down and see me, a uh, specialist. And um, he figured it out that it was a sulfur reaction. So after that, I said to myself, you know, I wanted to be a lawyer. I was pre-law before then. And I said, maybe they need more doctors after this situation than hmm. before. This, I'm learning also lots of new stuff. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Very Keep a lot to myself. So, Herb, talk about that. So you were in the service what years? 